0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
1: Not all news about the environment is negative. A new study shows that cleaning up pollution is helping people live longer. We'll have the story. The improvement in air pollution,
0: even in relatively clean cities, had a positive impact on health. On average, an increase in life expectancy of about five months.
1: Then, over half a million families are homeless in America, and young children are dramatically affected by this. We'll talk to an expert for the eye-opening facts.
0: There needs to be a fundamental understanding that homelessness isn't simply about housing. For many, many families, homelessness is about dealing with non-employable skills, about a lack of education.
1: Those two stories and a lot more are heading your way on this week's edition of InfoTrack. Stay with us. The show gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. It seems that most of the news about pollution and our environment is bad news. But a recent study has spotlighted some dramatic progress that translates into longer lives. With a look, here's Infotrack's Taryn McCall. Taryn?
2: Thanks, Chris. Dr. C. Arden Pope is an epidemiologist at Brigham Young University. He was the lead author of the study, and he's here to tell us about it. Welcome to Infotrack, Dr. Pope. Thank you. So tell us what exactly your study examined.
0: Well, what this study examined was what could be considered a large nationwide natural experiment. In the 1970s, we decided as a nation to enact a number of public policies that would reduce air pollution across the U.S. And in fact, we were somewhat successful. In some cities, we reduced air pollution quite a bit. In other cities, not as much. But there's a number of studies that suggest that fine particulate air pollution substantially contributes to cardiovascular disease and death. And so what we wanted to do is just simply see if the cities that reduced their air pollution the most also had the largest increases in life expectancy. So we evaluated life expectancy across a period of 20 years from roughly 1980 through the year 2000. And we looked at changes in air pollution, we looked at changes in life expectancy, and then we used statistical analyses to control for many other factors, things like changes in cigarette smoking, changes in various socioeconomic factors. And what we found is that cities that had the largest decrease in air pollution also on average had the largest increases in life expectancy.
2: How much of a gain did you see in your study?
0: On average, life expectancy increased by over two years. But much of that was due to other factors. Some cities, the increase was almost a year. And in some places where there was hardly any reduction in air pollution, there was no improvement in life expectancy attributable to the air pollution itself. On average, across the cities in the study in the United States, and there were 51 cities, we saw an increase in life expectancy of about five months due to decreases in air pollution.
2: Besides cardiovascular disease, were there other illnesses that you saw reduced?
0: What we do know is that increases in fine particulate air pollution increases the risk of cardiovascular disease fairly generally, but ischemic heart disease more specifically. It also increases the risk of lung cancer, although it's much, much smaller than active cigarette smoking, And it also increases the risk of various respiratory diseases. We've seen increased exposure to air pollution reduces lung function in children, increases the risk of various respiratory symptoms, and even reduces the long-term growth in lung function. So there's a number of health impacts of air pollution associated with respiratory disease and cardiovascular disease generally.
2: Did the study factor in geographical differences? I would think that urban areas or those with heavy industrial or factory activities would see more health improvements in, say, a rural area that is farther away from the cities where the pollution is not as much of a problem.
0: That's a very good point. This particular study really only included metropolitan areas, and part of the reason for that is that these are the places where we have monitors these are the places where we tend to have the most air pollution. So this particular study did not involve rural areas at all. It did involve some suburban areas, but I can say that it seems to be fairly consistent regardless of the city size. I mean, we had some cities, for example, Steubenville, Ohio, was a relatively polluted city, even though it's a fairly small city, it was a very polluted city. In the 1960s and 1970s, but it's cleaned up an awful lot over the years, and what you see is substantial improvements in life expectancies in these types of cities. For example, Pittsburgh as well. Now, this is a substantially larger city than Steubenville, but Pittsburgh also has cleaned up quite a lot over the last few decades. And you see that it also has relatively large increases in life expectancy.
2: And some of these cities and the two you mentioned, the factor might also be that a lot of their industrial base has moved on and they're no longer creating the pollution that they created 50, 60 That's years ago. That's
0: precisely right, yes. There's no question that much of this pollution was heavy industry. Pittsburgh and Steubenville both were steel mill towns and we've seen a decline in that industry and so one of the real challenges in a study like this is to try to factor out all of these other things that are going on and so of course we're trying to look at changes in income changes in in and out migration from these counties changes in various other socioeconomic variables and it makes these studies somewhat tricky but in fact even when you control for these other variables the decline in air pollution did seem to contribute. And in fact, there was a clear statistically significant contribution to increases in life expectancy.
2: Talk for a moment about the Clean Air Act. What specifically do you believe made such a difference in air quality?
0: Well, the Clean Air Act, and especially the major amendments of the Clean Air Act in 1970, clearly have had a substantial impact on the way we try to manage our air quality. There are always criticisms of various acts like this, and clearly the Clean Air Act could be improved. But the bottom line is that efforts that we've made to improve our air quality, many of them have been motivated by that act. And as this study and others have shown, there are clear benefits associated with us as a nation investing in efforts to reduce the air pollution that we're exposed to and try to improve our public health.
2: Any thoughts on where we go from here? Is air quality pretty much staying the same at this point, or is it getting worse?
0: Well, the air pollution's been improving on average, or at least in general, across the United States over the last several years. In fact, this is very good news. What we see is, not only do our efforts to improve air pollution seem to contribute to improved health and, in fact, increased life expectancy, we see this occurring even in cities that started out as relatively clean cities. So the improvement in air pollution, even in relatively clean cities, had a positive impact on health. And we still have cities in the United States that are not especially clean, that are still with moderate to high pollution. And so what this study suggests is that not only have our efforts to improve our air quality had a real payoff already, these results suggest that continued efforts to improve the air quality in our cities that are still polluted will have future positive benefits on our health, on our life expectancy, and even the quality of our life.
2: Thank you so much for being with us today on InfoTrack. Dr. C. Arden Pope from Brigham Young University. Thank you. And I'm Taryn McCall for InfoTrack.
1: Next, the staggering scope of homelessness in America and its severe impact on our children. That story, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.